What's up, everybody? Welcome into episode 211 of The Cut. I am your host, Christian Williams. As always, I'm here with Randy Hall. Randy, how you doing? <laughs> doing great, man. You know, just a long week of projects. So much fun. Yeah, at least, you know, at least it's keeping you busy up there, dude. Uh, yeah, and at least I finally got the mock out, you know, five yeah. days later than I said I would. <laughs> hey, that's that's typical Randy form, though, right? Hey, you know, I don't need you. You, sh- you really need to start putting <laughs> the fucking deadlines on this shit for me. Uh, yeah, I, I will <laughs> probably start doing that. Um, all right, guys, thank you for joining us. Make sure you click subscribe. Follow us on our socials at the Cut FFL. And then, as Randy just alluded to, we post mock drafts. Um, over at officialcutpod.wordpress.com. Uh, we've got mock drafts. We've got articles. Um, I'm working on a couple different fun projects that relate a little bit back to fantasy. So um, check that out. I think you'll like it. And if not, you can tell us how you don't. Um, today, we will be doing our consensus mock draft 3.0. And we're going to be doing this one a little bit different. Uh, so this is going to be a real-time mock. Before we had actually gone through beforehand and, and made our picks, this is going to be real-time, and there's a stipulation. So when I pick a running back in the first round, Randy can override my pick. Um, or when Randy has a pick that that I don't agree with, I can override him. We each get one of those. Um, pick is just canceled and you have to pick a new person, the original draftee. So <laughs> should be fun. Randy, are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. Always done to do something new. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. You have the number one pick. Who are the Bengals taking? Yeah, this is pretty cut and dry. Joe Burrow. We can just Override. move on. <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know All you're right. joking, but stop. <laughs> All right. Um, number two overall, the Washington Redskins. Mm, I think it's going to be Chase Young. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good call, friend. Yeah. So I, let me explain that a little bit. Um, I've mocked a bunch of different people at two. I wasn't sold on them taking Chase Young. I kind of did a, a very deep dive into their roster, into what – their scheme change means it's going to be chase young at two. I'm, I'm not going to fuck around with that pick anymore. <laughs> yeah. If they're at two, it's almost guaranteed chase young at this point. Yep. All right. Well at three, this actually does have some personal dilemma for me because mm-hmm. I have been the Jeff truther at three for months now. And the latest mock draft they did, Heather say someone's going there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they did. They haven't fixed the linebacking room at all. I know Simmons kind of is an everywhere type of player, but they spent money on corners. I don't think either of those guys they brought in, uh, especially Trufant, are going to be a lockdown type guy on the outside, which Okuda will be from day one, in my point. But I am still going to stick with my guns for the week and go Isaiah Simmons, which I know makes me happy. Yes. Um, I will, since we got to the third pick, um, we're obviously not doing trades. Uh, that would get too convoluted here. So yeah. number four, the New York Giants, they are not going to trade their pick anyway because Dave Gettleman hates trading first-rounders. Um, here, th- This is the thing with this pick. So Jedrick Wills is my top-rated tackle, but I am not sure that Dave Gettleman is going to view it like that. 
Um, I think he might go with someone a little more traditional on the left side. And uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, let me bring this up real quick. Do you think Gettleman thinks they're contenders this year? Um, no. Well, if no, then the guy that I assume you're going to pick is fine. But if, if you think he thinks there's a chance... So that's I wouldn't actually, be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked with Andrew Thomas. So that's actually what I was about to say is I think man, but Makai is so good <laughs> in the running game, and they drafted Saquon Barkley at two. And Andrew Thomas is very sure. average in, in run protection. But very good mm-hmm. in pass. Mm-hmm. And they drafted Daniel Jones six. I'm gonna go with Andrew Thomas, man. All right, switching it up from us. Yeah, and Andrew Thomas, <clears throat> I will say, he is my fourth-rated tackle. Um, I do like him. I mean, uh, Wills is at the top, and then I think the next three guys are nearly tied, so you can't go wrong with any one of these tackles. Agreed there, and I'm going to keep it simple at five still and go to it. I'm not backing off this hill. Yep. Uh no explanation necessary there. If he's healthy, two is the pick. That's that's the explanation. And now here's where I normally get funky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the Chargers are probably going to pick a quarterback. Um, I don't think there's a probably to it. See, I do. I still think that there's a probably here because I, I talked to you earlier this week probably. I don't remember when it was, but I said – Jalen Hurts sitting behind Tyrod Taylor makes a lot of sense. Um, The thing is, I don't know that Jalen Hurts gets to their next pick. I don't know if they're willing to trade up back into the first round to get Jalen Hurts. Um, They are what I consider a contender. So it's tough to see them with a third round Trey Pipkins starting at left tackle this year. Um, But... No. Just just do what you need to do here. <coughs> I'm I'm gonna go don't, don't be that guy. <laughs> All right. So my quarterback three is Jordan Love. Um I fully believe that he is gonna be better than Justin Herbert. But I it, we're gonna try to be predictive and I will put Justin Herbert here. Hey, finally. I, I hate it. I, I so here's the thing. I think that's going to happen. I think Justin Herbert probably gets drafted before Jordan Love, but I think Justin Herbert's a bust candidate. So, I mean, and Jordan Love isn't? He's, <laughs> in, in my eyes, he has better tools. Uh, okay. But wouldn't <laughs> you want those tools to be traded up in the back of the first by the Colts? I'm just, you know. No, see, I don't see. I, maybe. I don't see them rostering three quarterbacks, though, if they can't find someone for Brissett. Well, why Why not? Because <laughs> I feel like the league is kind of moving towards two, and Brissett's an expensive option. Well, f- first of all, the whole thing that you have to sit out people every week that are on your roster is stupid anyways. But, yes, I mean, why, why can't they use... <laughs> I mean, it's three quarterbacks for one year, and then Rivers and Brissett are off contract next year. But Rivers was talking like he wants to continue playing, so that's he has where to. He has fifty-two kids. That's true. You know he has money to that is provide for them for a very long All right. time. <laughs> All right, number seven. 
<laughs> Number seven, I keep getting the easy ones here. Jeffrey Okuda. Not even yeah. a question. They lost Bradbury. I mean, I don't think, I think Okuda's already as good as Bradbury. I'm just trying to be polite here. And uh, he's, he's I, I'm trying to be polite. He just signed <laughs> a big contract. Good for him. Uh, but yeah. You Okuda, trying to be Okuda's polite? No, because I'm trying to actually work. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, Okuda. But yeah, that's an easy pick of Okuda. <laughs> yeah, so I I do think that the corner might not be their their biggest need. I it is a, a need. I don't. I think Derek Brown or Javon Kinlaw do make sense too. Uh, I agree. I just. But I, I'm not going to overrate. Better you. player. Yeah, Okuda is my second best player. So yeah, that's fair. At seven, that's a steal. Um. All right. Number eight. I do have the hard ones here. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, know it's just a picking game here, man. Just <laughs> it, I kind of. I mean, the thing is, they need a tackle, but they re-signed DJ Humphreys to kind of an inexpensive deal for what he brings. Mm-hmm. But they invested money in him. They invested money on their interior defensive line as well. Um, and I, and no capital in the receiving room somehow. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go Jedrick Wills. Yeah, that would be my pick too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a all three of these guys left can transition to the left side, in my opinion. Uh, Wills is clearly the most comfortable on the right side. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and he's our best tackle. I, I don't know <laughs> why you'd pass him up. Uh, I mean, even in the short term, he can be a stud right tackle and move over. It's all yeah. good. And and I think right tackle's even more important for a guy like Kyler Murray. So if he has to stay there, that he has yeah. to stay there. Honestly, they could double dip on the O line, and I wouldn't question it in the next yeah. round. I mean, well, not in the next round. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's for D Hop. Sorry, in the third round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, pick uh, number nine, Jags. Good luck. Nine is actually my first hard pick. Honestly, yeah. uh, sure is. This is rough because Jags fans are. Uh, very boisterous. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> They're very loud. Not against, not against their own team though, and their owner that refuses to help out. But whatever. It's all cool. Uh, <laughs> I think they could still use a tackle. Uh, I'm not going to mock that here though. In my eyes, it's one of the receivers or Derek Brown. And can I ask you a question though? Yeah, of course. And and it's something that neither of us have really mocked. What do you think of? Caleb on Chase on going there. To I like replace it. Ngakwe, probably. I was gonna say I like it, but I like it once they get rid of Ngakwe. Because right now, right now, they're trying everything they can to keep him. Once they actually trade him, I think they can reappropriate capital elsewhere to different positions like D tackle or wide receiver or right. offensive line. Uh but I do like the fit. I mean, but the, then you're spending two straight years top ten picks on Ed Rusher. Yeah, that's it's, that's it's, tough. It's getting it's getting dicey. Uh but they cleared out their D tackles basically, and that's what I'm getting in Derek Brown here. They got rid of all of their good ones. <laughs> so I'm getting the best one on the board for me. I'm not arguing this with you, but for me. Yeah. Uh I, I do think wide receivers a uh a good shout here as well as O line, but I mean, let's be honest. 
you can name two or three wide receivers for them. Can you name their D tackles? No. Can you name their O line? <laughs> Besides one uh, guy. Besides one guy. I can name two, but okay. that's because we do this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Derek Brown's the best player on the board for me there. So it's an yeah. easy pick. Yeah, that's fair. Uh you want to get funky with the Browns or No. No. Do not get funky. Don't get any kind of Fun or funky or fresh or sh- I don't care. I don't know why fresh came out so weird. I was trying not to cuss. I think. <laughs> what you right, well, cuss? I don't know. I'm trying to say that. I do that all the time. Um, I'm going Tristan Wirfs actually. Um, okay. I th- I think Makai Becton is probably my favorite of the tackles. He's not my top rated tackle, but he's my favorite. But we talked about if. <laughs> If the Giants are contenders or they believe they're contenders, they go with Andrew Thomas. The Browns, I believe, feel that they are contenders, and that's why they go a little more pro-ready with uh, Wurfs. Yeah, I think he's also a little bit more uh, zone scheme ready. Obviously, we both know Beckton's an absolute monster in the run game and pass game. Um, I think... If the Browns' offense is anything like last year, anything like the Vikings, I do think Becton could struggle to start uh, just because his passing game's good, but it also didn't show much growth just because his offense at Louisville was about three to four second passes. And you can't get around him And with those kind of athletes in that conference. They can't no. get around him. <laughs> He's just huge. I mean, so I do, think, yeah, I do think he could be a stud for the Browns or anyone, uh, but I understand. Why yes. you go with a guy you think's more pro ready? Yeah. All right. At eleven, <laughs> there are so many options. This is literally the like the exact same thing as the Jags pick. Yeah. Why did I get cocky? All right. <laughs> so they need a receiver. Badly. But in my opinion, well, in my opinion, the receiver room is not awful. It's not good, but they have capable guys, especially in the middle of the field, and that seems to be where Donald throws the ball more. So. I understand maybe waiting on that. It's all he has time to throw the ball. I, I understand. They have, for the second year in a row, tried to rearrange their entire offensive line. Uh, this time they did get a bit younger, though. <laughs> mm. And I don't Did think, they get better? No, I think they signed one good guard, and that yeah. was about it. Yeah. So it I do think offensive line's probably one of the biggest needs here, but they also don't have good edge rushers. Which is why both of us in our mocks this week gave him Caleb on Chase on. And Jets fans don't like that, I will say. They they no, think see, that the, if one the of the top commented, four Once it commented to me, didn't hate it. Yeah, They, they I, said our edge rushers are bad, but I also <laughs> should have gone the other way. Yeah, so I think they, they desire a tackle as <laughs> Jets fans, <laughs> and they should. They should desire a tackle, but how can you be comfortable with edges as well. Randy, what's the pick? So, okay. For me, this one breaks down to uh, Joe Douglas comes from a scheme from the Eagles that didn't value picking receivers as high. So I don't think he picks a receiver. I think they spent a lot of money on the offensive line and they could afford to wait. I think their edge rushers are terrible and they should draft a guy here. But they're the Jets, so they're not going to do the the smart thing, and they're going to go Mackay Beckton. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the Jets. 
it's a All smart right. thing though. Like they they need him. He is a bit of a project, but they need him. I, I yes. but they signed four offensive linemen, I believe, in the free agency. And reality, only one of them should start. I'm gonna be honest. I think this is the worst case scenario for Makai. I hope he yeah. does not well, go to the Jets. It's fun because all the contracts they signed have outs after one year when they fire Adam Gase. So it's gonna yes. be great. That that will be good. Um, he'll get at least a few years on his rookie deal where he gets to have some coaching. All right, uh, number twelve, the Raiders. I know I was talking with you. Um, the the thing that I know always happens in these mocks is there's a run on corners here from like fifteen to eighteen sometimes. So to twenty. Yeah, 22, to twenty. I mean. I mean, yeah, corners are going to start flying off the board. Um, I know C.D. Lamb is here. I know Jerry Judy is here. I know Henry Ruggs is here. But is corner more valuable? Do I think that C.J. Henderson can be good enough to warrant picking him at 12 instead of waiting for Christian Fulton or Gladney at 19? Um, no, no, I don't. CD Lamb is the pick at 12. Oh, thank the Lord. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to use the override. Oh, no. You will with my next pick. Oh, no. Uh, will I? <laughs> Probably. All their options are gone. All yes. Right. I, I love CD Lamb to the Raiders. I obviously like Jerry Judy more, but I'm not going to be concerned which one it is out of those two. As yeah. long as they don't do what some people are thinking that Al Davis is still making the pick and taking Henry Ruggs when he doesn't really fit what they need. Uh, as long as they no. don't do that, I'm fine. <laughs> or uh, Jordan Love. Oh, my God. <laughs> so many people are dumb. Okay, so this is this is kind of a weird pick yep. um, at 13 because they don't need an edge rusher, obviously. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Even though you know they could, they could replace D Ford. I'm not gonna lie, they could. They, well, yes, but they gave up what a second last year to get him. I understand. I'm just saying they could, but they're not going to. No, they're not. They really could try and replace DeForest Buckner with Javon Kinlaw here, but I'm going Jerry Judy just because. He's, as it's been said, he's he's a clone of Odell Beckham, and that's what Shanahan's been trying to get for five years now. So yeah. why not get him the young guy and rookie deal that's basically the same thing? Yeah, yeah, I I don't hate it at all. Number 14. So there's a lot of different ways this can go. Um, the, I could have them reach on a tackle. Uh, it's not much of a reach in my opinion. Uh, Josh Jones is very good. Shut up, Randy. I know I said that yesterday. It, it is a reach, though. Um, <laughs> I think that the Bucks still need secondary help because I think if they had secondary help last year um, and also Jameis didn't throw to opposing secondaries, they would have made the playoffs. I still think they need that. What do you have to say? <laughs> I see you thinking. Uh, they, I think they did find 
a stretch down there that they liked two corners. I uh, didn't. I cannot remember the names at the second. I apologize for that. But uh, oh god, I can't remember the names. But they 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 actually came on down the stretch and helped that defense become top in the league, in my opinion. Uh, their nickel, like their uh, inside corners and slot corners, nickel corners, they were all really bad. I think they had one safety that was decent, and the other one's kind of trash. Uh, yeah. I would say D-Tackle, but they just resigned Sue. So, I, I'm not going to... If you pick a corner, I'm not going to hate it. I'm just telling you that I, from what I have saw, they found two guys they could trust. Yeah. Um, the thing is, Randy, you're not going to like what my other option is here. And I know you're going to override me. So I'm just going to get it out of the way. No, no, no. Don't do not do it just to be a dick. I'm not. You know, you know so they're not th- picking it. That's not true. So I, I fully I, I believe. Don't. So I fully believe that this could very well happen. Um, and I'm going to try it and see if you override me. Um, oh. Jonathan Taylor at number 14 overall. He can't catch pass. <laughs> he doesn't need to, though. So they have Agumba Wale, who I think can be that James White guy. Yeah, I pronounced that nicely. Um, props to me, pat on the back. <laughs> um, they have that. They have Ronald Jones, who had an okay year. Um, but in that explosive of an offense, you kind of take it for granted, like take it with a grain of salt, I guess. I don't think that he had a great year. And Jonathan Taylor is more of a workhorse. And if, He's more of a workhorse than probably J.K. Dobbins and DeAndre Swift. So yeah, I'm going to... Tr- dude. Dude, yeah. So, and here's the other thing. And I told you, but I, I need to broadcast this to everyone. There have been five total top 10 running backs selected in the last five years. Now, oh. that, in- that includes uh, last year when Josh Jacobs was out of the... F- top 10 he was at what 26 28 whatever he was um that he was the only running back last year in the first i get it but there were three running backs taken just two years ago um in the first round and that was the saquon year two years ago so there's a top 10 running back at pick 14 getting a workhorse like jonathan taylor could be are you overriding me is that what's happening here you let it happen. There will be more overrides. Oh, you're trying to bait me, and I hate it. It's such a bad pick. I don't think so. I, but see, like, I know we don't have trades, but they would never sit here at 14 and pick them. I think that's what I'm kind of saying. But why not? Like, if there have been five top 10 running backs in the last five years, well, why, why not Josh Jones? Because that's the reach I was talking about. How is that the reach of this? Because <laughs> I, I value Josh Jones. I think he's a second-round talent. And I know that tackles get pushed up because they're important. But my argument for running backs here in the first is they having that fifth-year option is more important now than it ever has been. And I get that if they trade back maybe five spots, they can still get him, probably. Maybe not. Um, and that would probably be the likely scenario but we're not doing trades 
So <laughs> Jonathan Taylor at 14. For for the sake of this mock, everything a part of me is telling me to cancel this one. But I'm yeah. not going to. Uh, okay. Because I just want it to be known that I think that, that I disagree with this and I think it's dumb. <laughs> that's fine. But I want to save my override. Well, that's fair. And I will say most people think that no running backs going in the first. And I think those people are crazy. I know you Which don't I, think that like, I you think, yeah, I don't think there's no running backs going in the first, but I also think there's four quarterbacks going to the first. And I think there's probably a chance of six tackles and a chance of six corners. So we're starting to get close to the lines. I think there's going to be a running back in the first. I think someone's going to trade back in for it. Uh, I just don't think it's going to be at 14. And I also think the Eagles could have traded there, right there, yeah, to get Henry well, Ruggs. So, but, yeah, and that might happen. I mean, maybe that's the trade back. But I, yeah. I seriously think the Bucks could be targeting someone like Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I agree. But they also could be targeting... Clyde Edwards Lair or Cam Akers or yeah. J.K. Dobbins in the next round. Yeah. I don't think it's okay. Get that it, we're past it. I just want everybody <laughs> to know. You don't it's agree. the bald one of the group. That's the one that said it. It's not That's me. fair. That's fair. Uh, 15 going Henry Ruggs. Yes. Not moving off the cliff. Same thing as two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 16, the Falcons, CJ Henderson. That's easy. To me. Yeah, I can't blame me there. So, and and I will say Fulton and Henderson are basically tied. I think that Henderson kind of fits what the Falcons are trying to do um, a little bit better. I I have mocked Fulton ahead of Henderson multiple times, um, but I'll roll with Henderson for the sake of this mock. I will. I want to bring up um, why not Kinlaw? I know they have one D tackle, but they run a different scheme. <laughs> like they need two studs. They do. Um, but I think the the pieces on the edge plus Grady Jared in the middle, I think they can live with just <laughs> with one shit half of the in, inside of their line. Um <clears throat> whereas I think they got rid of um True font, and I don't think they have anyone. They drafted Isaiah Oliver, I believe, last year. He was a rookie last year, right? Yeah. Um, Isaiah Oliver, and that's it. And in today's league, you need more than just one good corner. And CJ Henderson with Isaiah Oliver would make a pretty good corner duo. I mean, not not my favorite <clears throat> in the league, but uh, you know, I'm not going to disagree, just mainly because the odds of six corners going off the board in the first year is very likely. Yeah. Whereas you can get another D tackle, maybe Raekwon Davis, or, I mean, there, there's a, there's a lot that are going to be in the second. Yeah. I, and, and that's coming from someone who thinks Javon Kinlaw is a top 10 talent. I mean, I love Kinlaw. I don't like seeing him fall, but I mean, I, I think corner is more important here for the Falcons at least. All right. And we're going to take a quick ad break and come back with the Cowboys pick. Randy, are you tired of a a lack of substance in your sports content? Actually, yeah. Are are you sick of waiting for ads to play before watching a short highlight video? 
Yeah, that's literally the worst thing in sports. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Uh, let me tell you about our episode sponsor, The Athletic. I was just reading Zach Jackson's piece on the Browns offseason, and I can't tell you how much more enjoyable it was than the content over at Bleacher Report. The thing is, The Athletic provides stories with substance, quality, in-depth content that goes beyond the box score. They have exclusive content, smart analysis, advanced at analytics, and insightful original content. They've brought huge names over like Ken Rosenthal, our good NBA boy Shams, uh, Jay Glazer, and Bruce Feldman. So wait, you're telling me I can go there and it's not just a bunch of fluff clickbait pieces. That's exactly. incredible. That is yeah. insane. It's insane, dude. And my favorite part about The Athletic is their commitment to ad-free content. Clutter-free reading with no ads, no pop-ups, and no autoplay videos truly is refreshing. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. You're trying to sell me. How, what, what is, is this going to cost $1,000 billion? I mean, let's it, be real. Where do I go try this miraculous this website? <laughs> you can actually head over to theathletic.com slash the cut for a seven-day free trial plus 20% off the annual subscription, which comes out to less than $4 a month. But it's not just for you, Randy. It's for our listeners, too. Click the link in our description to get better sports journalism. Major thank you to our episode sponsor, The Athletic. We are back. We are going to roll right into pick number 17, the Dallas Cowboys. Randy is on the clock. Randy. Yeah, I'm going to go Caleb Chase on here. <laughs> um, normally, my pick is a clear and obvious corner here. And because Henderson usually goes, it's usually Fulton. Uh, he's just, I at this point, they're tied for me at number two. Just. The more tape I watch, the more I like Henderson, honestly. And yeah. I'm at like seven games each for them now. <laughs> so it's just hard. Seven full games, obviously. So it's just hard to distinguish. Obviously, I understand the concerns with Fulton, too. Uh, they definitely need another corner, though. But hopefully they can address that next round. But they also probably need to address the center position. So who knows? But Chason is a fantastic edge, which they need another guy. and. Maybe it frees up some cat space down the road here because they definitely paid their guys in the wrong order and still have to pay Dak. So, <laughs> yeah, they're in trouble. Yeah, there. who knows? Uh, here is picking at 18 uh, for the Dolphins is kind of weird um, because Kinlaw is still on the board, and I think they do have a need on the interior of their defensive line. But, I mean, man, but Javon Kinlaw is so good. Um, Josh Jones is the pick, though. Yay! I see. Now this is the range I think Josh Jones should go. Yeah, again, I, think- I I said he's a second round talent, but tackles get pushed up. So eighteen is probably yeah. his his highest that he could get drafted. I know we still think fourteen I, to the Bucks. I, I would um, say fourteen is the highest. But I, and, I'd and say eighteen grow. through twenty five should be his range. Yeah, but I'll I'll go with him. There, yeah. someone needs to take Kinlaw here. I'm going to override just so you do at some point. So, <laughs> there would be a consideration for the Raiders. I, I really do think they, from everything that people are saying, they did not love what they got last year from D tackle. And I do love their D tackles. I really do. I mean, Hurst and PJ Hall are great. They both got. Dra- they they got drafted later than they should have been. Uh, I think they performed better than their draft stock. 
but that doesn't mean they're all stars. And I think Kinlaw is. So I do think that that's a really good consideration. But they're only outside corners, Eli Apple. So, <laughs> yeah, I gonna. Hmm. 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 So. Mm, this is tough. I don't think Christian Fulton's a good fit in this division. I mm. do have some speed concerns, and he's going to be covering Tyreek Hill. And he's going to be That's covering the... Keenan Allen. Yeah, and but Keenan gonna... Allen's not the fastest. I think Fulton would match up with Keenan Allen better than he okay. does Tyreek Hill. That's I don't think anyone matches up with Tyreek Hill, though. Yeah, but you have to have someone that's close. And that's, he's also yeah. going to be covering Sutton or Ruggs. I, I'm i going to go Fulton just because I have him ranked higher. But I think Gladney might be the pick. But I'm going Fulton. Yeah, that's fair. And I also think Kinlaw is a good pick there. I'm just, I would rather they wait till the third to get another guy because I do still believe in Hurst and uh, PJ Hall. Yeah. All right. Uh, that leaves me with the Jags who you had take Derek Brown. So I can't give them Javon Kinlaw. <laughs> uh, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and so here's the thing. They signed Joe Schober to a, Pretty massive deal. They still have Miles Jack. But I still think they might have a little bit of a need at linebacker. Uh, but not enough to warrant drafting a linebacker over Xavier McKinney here. Um, I think that safety is something they've been missing since Tashawn Gibson kind of came there from the Browns. Um, and when he was actually playing well, and I don't yeah. think they have really a, a starting safety that they can be confident in. So I'm I'm going to go with McKinney. Um, he is now my number one safety. I had Antoine Winfield there, um, but I, I went back and watched some more tape. So McKinney's my first safety. He's the first safety off the board here. And yeah, roll with the Eagles, dude. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I do think they still have a clear need at corner as well. Mm -hmm. And because you took Josh Jones, they couldn't go there. Yeah. See? See how it all works out. Okay. <laughs> so the Eagles really could use Patrick Queen or Kenneth Murray. They will not do it, though. I'm not going to say they will. This is... I mean, so this is an easy pick, but a tough one. Because... Right now, their receiver room is basically Greg Ward and Deshaun Jackson on his last leg, and technically Alshon. still and technically still Alshon, even though apparently him and Wentz don't get along, and he's a cancer in the locker room. Apparently, all reports coming from not Alshon's com uh, camp. So take everything mm -hmm. with a grain of salt. But you'd have to expect with those kind of reports out that he's going to be gone. Like at some point here, whether that's soon whether that's draft day whether that's training camps if those are a thing my god don't forget about our thing of white side though dude i oh sorry i think of white side i forgot because he did nothing no he's, he's he 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 needed to grow for a year i do think he could be good and that's why i am bucking the trend that's been coming up of them going denzel mims over justin jefferson uh because Mims is kind of 
an out. He's he's going to be outside. I mean, he's just going to be. He's got that mm-hmm. right frame for it. Whereas Jefferson's kind of a do-it-all guy and doesn't. He's not anything that they have on the roster right now. Yep. And he's an amazing slot player that can clearly play outside. So he's going to move all around the formation. I'm not sure he's a bona fide wide receiver one, but he is good enough to be their wide receiver one or yeah. or two behind or three behind the tight ends, I guess you should say. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going Justin Jefferson. I just wanted to bring up the other guy. Yeah. I mean, he's Mims is the only other first round wide receiver at this point, And that's only because there's so many receiver needy teams at the back end here. In my opinion, he's still a second round guy, but I know he's going to go in the first. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I I do love Mims, but I like Jefferson more. Number 22, that was the Bills pick, and now it is the Vikings pick. I was trying to make sure that 25 wasn't, but uh, Javon Kinlaw, and I don't need to talk about it. Yeah, that's fine. This is exactly what happened in my mock this week. Yep, I know. Uh, Basically, Kinlaw, not rightly, (laughs) <laughs> falls to 22 and we cannot let him go any further <laughs> yeah that's and that brings me to exactly what happened to my mock again with me taking patrick queen at 23 to the new england patriots yep that he is doesn't need the, too much analysis he's a either. all linebacker uh he's fantastic at blitzing as well as everything else and he's a very hard worker from great program i uh, it's it's just clear. <laughs> it mm-hmm. was a shock that he came out this year. I still have him and Kenneth Murray tied. I just think it's a better fit for the Patriots with as much blitzing as they do. Hopefully, yeah. as I put, he's the new Teddy Bruschi, which they haven't had since then. Yeah, I mean, that'd be good for them. They they kind of are in a spot that they haven't been in for a very, very long time. So, Yeah. Uh, I, that- yeah. I do want to point out, I think... I don't think they sit at 23 and draft a quarterback. I think if they're going for a QB in the first round, they're trading up to get someone. Mm-hmm. I just, we don't have Michael trades. I can't really see them trading up, especially after basically telling Stidham and Hoyer, they get, they're getting the shot to start. So I still think they could sign Cam or Jameis, and that would still give those two guys a shot. Just not a very good one. <laughs> well, Jameis is, is would give them kind of a shot because he'd just throw some picks and they'd always have to be ready. Well, see, and that's and that's exactly why I'm not going Jordan Love is because it's being said that Belichick isn't putting up with those turnovers and he can't guarantee he can fix it. And guess what Jordan Love does? Yeah. Turn the ball over. I get it. Don't you don't need to come at I'm me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue it right now. <laughs> I get it. I get um, it. Play, <laughs> people around yeah. him were bad, but still. I did watch some Jordan Love tape earlier, and man, some of those picks were were fucking garbage. Uh, yeah, like staying on a cross route, sixty five yards downfield for no reason when there's a guy wide open in the middle and your halfbacks open. And oh no, no we digress. No, the the one I saw. Sorry for this little tangent. The one I saw actually, he didn't even see the fucking uh, linebacker underneath, and he just kind of lofted the ball. I don't know what the f- hell he was doing. Uh, but it was like it was. It looked like a Jameis pick, and it made me really scared for 
how I've put my <laughs> neck out for Jordan Love. I was like, holy shit, that was bad. All right. Uh, He's still going the first, though, people. Don't be worried. Is he, though? Because I'm looking at the rest of this board, and I don't think we're oh, going to fit Jordan Love in here. He's not going in our box. In the actual first, he's going to go. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. When when there are trades involved, Jordan Love's going at six. I don't care. Um, <laughs> number 24, the Saints. They don't have many needs. Um, I think they definitely need a second wide receiver, a second oh. reliable wide receiver. Daniel Sanders. Oh, yeah, they got him. But um, he's old. It's not like they can't draft a receiver and be comfortable with it. Um, yeah, but can't they wait? <laughs> yes. I also think that this is a decent shot for Jordan Love. Um, and, and the reason <clears throat> is they had to watch – Teddy Bridgewater leave because Drew Brees decided I'm waiting on Tom. Like I'm going to play until Tom's done and signed a, a two year deal, which kind of blew my mind. Um, but I also think they're very win now. What's that? I was going to say, does it though? Because that makes it more team friendly. If you, if you're signing two year, that means you don't have to work it out. Like he doesn't have to wait till last second, kind of like he did this year, kind of like the bucks did with Jameis. It screwed him over. Yeah. I mean, it, it just shocks me because Drew Brees is a grandpa. Um, but, man. Um, Do you want my opinion? <laughs> I feel like you know my opinion. Your opinion is probably Kenneth Murray. Yes, all day. Um, and I, They do need a corner as well. But that's, and that's what I'm toying with here. Yes. And Jordan Love. But they um, did lose Klein, who was kind of a stud for them in the middle of their defense. Yeah, super underrated. All right, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go Kenneth Murray. That was my yes. initial thoughts. Yes, anyway, fuck the Ravens. Yes. I, yeah, <laughs> Ravens aren't allowed to get him. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> Kenneth Murray, I have above Patrick Queen, so um, I think it's value, too. So Yeah. And Vikings are back on the clock, and this is, again, kind of a hard pick. I think Denzel Mims is highly in consideration here. Um, I do think they're going to draft a receiver. I don't think they're drafting one here. And that's kind of crazy to me, but it's not like they don't have a number one guy. Like most teams that are trying to get a receiver here, uh, they're kind of in the same situation as the Packers where they have their top guy and they just really need another guy to compliment and be kind of quiet uh, <laughs> and not be mad that he doesn't get the ball. Um, and I think Mims is that guy, but I think they could wait and get just a little bit different type of guy. Maybe yeah. I, I'm just not quite sure he fits perfectly. And I think Jeff Gladney fits perfect for that defense. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't think there is another pick um, personally. I think that Jeff Gladney is the perfect replacement for Trey Waynes. Um, not yeah. that Trey Waynes is anything spectacular, but I also think there's a chance that Jeff Gladney isn't as pro ready as people think. Um, I think he might struggle here at first, but they'll be able to develop him into what they want. Um, yeah, I agree. And let's be honest, they've, I think they've lost four people in their secondary this off season. Very bad. Including both starting corners and a yeah. starting safety. So they need to address that. 
Yeah. I mean, it's clear. And they do have other picks. They can still get maybe Brandon Ayuk, Jalen Rager, KJ Hamler. I mean, there's there's a lot of people down the line, and they can double dip in the position to make sure they get a guy at wide receiver. Yeah. All right. Um, here's where we get a little funky. Um, so I had the Dolphins take. You had the Dolphins take to. Uh, I had the Dolphins take Josh Jones. Yep. So they don't necessarily need another tackle. They could use interior offensive line. Um, if there's kind of an interior corner, they could use it. They could obviously use a safety. I still believe they could use an edge. And there's one other position that I think you're going. Mm-mm. No, I'm. And that would be running back. They definitely need a running back. I'm not gonna like. Yes, I, I, I would go running back here. Um, but Antoine Winfield Jr. is there, and I, I really do believe that he's going to be the second safety off the board if he's not the first. Uh, he's oh, very yeah. Honey Badger esque, and he's been my favorite safety what? for quite a while. It's it's not just Honey Badger too. He plays a lot like Minka too, which exactly. they just traded away. Yes, or I think this pick. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be close. I, <laughs> uh, maybe not. Maybe that was eighteen. But well, it's either it's either the Texans or Steelers. Gosh. I think the Steelers pick later in the second round. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's close. Either way. <laughs> either way, we're I going like, Antoine Winfield for sure. I like the pick. It does free up stuff for the Seahawks. Um, they need another edge rusher. They technically only have, what, LJ Kouye right now, who did nothing. Uh, I do believe Clowney goes back there, but there's a chance he could be a tight end or a Bengal or a rate. Like, I mean, he could be anywhere. Let's be real. <laughs> and there's talks, of him, well, there's talks of him holding out all the way to training camp. So we'll okay. see what happens. Um, which I think's done by his team, by the way, because yeah. people Very are stupid. going to plan away from him now, if yep. that's the case. Um, so Edge is clearly a need, and I think Gross Matos fits them best. Uh, that's kind of chalky. I understand that. I do want to go Cesar Ruiz here, but I'm not going to, <laughs> uh, just because I just don't think they are. I think they do address the O-line position, hopefully next round. Um, I do think they have other positions of need, but. I personally am going Yatir Gross Matos. Mm. Um, you don't have to like it. You, we both still have our override, which I told you this was going to happen. Too, I know because we were we were gonna. Well, you also are being. You've had one controversial pick. Yeah. <laughs> so this this pick for you is controversial for me because I really That's don't fine. like Gross Matos. But I have a feeling you just pick him at twenty nine <laughs> to the Titans, maybe. Um, Maybe I have other plans for that pick. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to use my override. Okay. Sorry, Yeter. All right. <laughs> so, do you just not like him, or I, I do like, think that they need edge help, but I also think that spending a first round pick on LJ last year and then an a first round pick on another kind of project guy, in my opinion, um, isn't ideal. Okay. Like, I'm not disagreeing with that. 
Um, yeah. I mean, so it, would would a more finished project and HA Panessa fit better? Or do you think they just wait till the second round? Because they do have multiple second round picks. I kind of think they wait until the second round to get someone like uh, Jonathan Greenard or Aquora or Curtis Weaver, even. Um, Lewis. I mean, there's a ton there's, of Yeah. Second. There's a lot okay, of. Good well, I'm going to leave Epinesa on the board. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Cesar Ruiz. I like it. They need interior offensive line help. Um, they just they obviously do. There's no question about it. And if they continue to bolster that offensive line, that is scary for the Browns and everyone else's future. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. Not the Browns. Uh, sorry, the Ravens popped up. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know what I you were talking about. Seattle. Sorry, yeah. people. Scary for that division, though. Um, so here's where it gets a little weird. Because I don't know what the hell to do here. Uh, I I mocked... <laughs> I mocked Jonah Jackson from Ohio State here before to replace who just retired um, from the Ravens. Was it Yondo? No. I, th- I think it was. So it might have been. He's a Hall of Famer, whoever it was, basically. Um, they need a receiver. They need a linebacker, most of all, but we have uh, depleted the first-round talent. Yeah, they're gone. They're absolutely gone. They have signed everyone and their brother onto their defensive line. No, they haven't. (laughs) Well, he pulled out, and then they signed someone else today, I saw. So... um, (laughs) So we're we're looking at... Wide receiver, interior offensive line, or edge then, most likely. And running back. I'm always looking at running back. And I think the Ravens, while they don't really need one, um, it would be beneficial to have Mark Ingram plus, and Gus Edwards wasn't really that. uh, What about Justice Hill? They just spent a high capital on him. They did, but Justice Hill was average for most of the year and then kind kind of came on at the end of the year. He's a rookie. I know, I know. I think that they believe in that. Uh, I'm going to go Denzel Mims, though. Because I do. Was that your pick for the Titans? No. no. Okay, good. Because I've mocked that before. I like Denzel Mims to the Titans. Um, You know what? I'm going to let you have it just because it's going to screw you over at 30. I love it. Sure is. I'm going to pick someone that I don't want to go there, so you override it. (laughs) Right. So um, Denzel Mims is awesome. Uh, I love him. Yes, I have him as a first round talent. I know you have him as a second, but I think the Ravens could really use someone like Mims. Yeah, and, and I already said he's a second round talent for me, but he's going in the first. Like, yeah, it's not unrealistic. Yeah, um, and he's he's kind of the next gap. He's the next tier. Sorry, um, after Jefferson to me. Yeah, I uh, agree. him and him and. Um, Reagan. Higgins, oh yeah, Rager. Well, I I have Rager Nayuk there as well, uh, but it's closer. Yeah. All right, twenty nine. Um, I don't think they go interior defensive line here. I don't think they try for a tackle. 
See, you kind of screwed me here. I don't think they go to tackle here. That's what I kind of want to say. See, I think because uh, because they signed a guy that they think is going to replace Conklin. Um, I don't think he's going to do a tremendous job, but I think he can be serviceable enough, uh, and maybe allow them to get a project tackle later it's next round, most likely. Because yeah. in reality, all the really good prospect tackles are going to be gone in day day one and day two. It seems like. Um, so the Titans, I really want to pick. I really would have picked Jonathan Taylor here. I think uh, just in this mock, but he's gone. So I know. I'm going to go. I got to go edge, and I'm not quite sure who fits better between Grossmatos and Epinesa. I personally think Epinesa is more of a run defender. He is. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Grossmatos for the Titans, just as you predicted. Yep, um, that's what I figured would happen. <laughs> uh, and it's I I do like what he brings to the table. He's apparently he's killed the draft process so far for me, and he's kind of an outside guy, just strictly. And that's what Vrabel was. Uh, maybe he can get the best out of him. I yeah. I really think Epinesa would fit there, uh, but. Gross bonus is usually off the board for me at this point. So, I mean, I don't hate it at all. <laughs> I I will say in a lot of them, I have them pick a corner just because they're not going to be paying all their corners. They're basically going to lose a few here. And I don't really like what they have in that room, but I think they can wait. Uh, it's risky, but I think they can wait. Yeah. All right. Number 30. Um, I'm going to just be honest. I don't know what to do here now. Um, yeah, I told you. This is the reason I didn't <laughs> override 28. Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't think they have a great second corner opposite Jair Alexander. Um, I don't. I can't think of his name, but I like him. Um, are you thinking of Traymon Williams? No, no. I'm trying. You just, I also, you just I also think that they really do need tight end, but this tight end class is ass. I do like Komet. I don't like him as a first rounder. I think they need a receiver. I also think they like what Alan Lazard brought to the table. Um, Randy, who you, who were you thinking of? It was uh, Kevin King. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was I was trying to make sure because I almost said Desmond King and I knew it was wrong. Yeah, he's a Charger. Um, yep. I also think they need some help on the inside of their defensive line. Still. Uh, yeah, I I do I want to say I think Epinesa could be a good fit there. Because uh, he he could be a really good three four edge guy, like yeah. the D end edge. Yeah. So where he's basically a, a out a long D tackle. But I think they've kind of set themselves up to pick a receiver here. They have, but all of I mean five receivers are gone. I don't like T Higgins, who kind of I will admit fits their mold. They also just signed Devin Funches. Big. They love big receivers. So yeah, if you give T Higgins 
I, I think T. Higgins could grow past uh, what we've seen so far in this draft process. So, I mean, like his tape is stellar, honestly. Like, let's be real. That's okay. Uh, it, he has some question marks, but still. Um, I, if he has a chance to be a number two receiver for a few years, I think that he's going to turn into an absolute monster. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Neville Gallimore, though. And I'm sure you're going to override. I am going to override. Because <laughs> I just don't like it. <sighs> yeah. Well, I would want to override myself if I picked T. Higgins. So, go. What about Jalen Rager? What's wrong with Rager? Yeah, and and that's the thing. I I, I don't think I, Rager's I, a first rounder. <laughs> I don't, and I I am but a little see, higher on him now than I was at the beginning of the process. But yeah, I think back to like my first impression of Jalen Rager and how it was so different from what everyone else was saying. And I think, man, am I really going to mock him in the first fucking round right now? Uh, see, I would see it's the same, but see, it's the same thing. Like I have Mims as a second round receiver, but it's like early second. I have Rager as like an early to mid second round receiver, but I don't even know where he fell in my mock this week. So, I mean, like, I understand not picking him here, but because you Mims went at twenty eight, what is their option really? Um, like, are they gonna like they could trade back, or they could try and wait to the day two to get a receiver? But is that gonna get to be as impactful as a guy like Jalen Rager, who is gonna take the top off the defense and open up avenues for them that uh, take some pressure off Devontae Adams? Yeah, let me pull up my receiver rankings. All right. Um, yeah, Jalen Rager, I guess. I still think a, I think a corner could fit there. Uh, Abe Benogany specifically. I don't disagree, but uh, he's going to be a slot corner to start at yeah. best. So I, it's see. I don't think at best. I think he could. No, not not Igbenogany. I'm saying. For the Packers, oh yeah, yeah, probably, and that and that's I just assume they want their wide receiver too to help Rodgers try and win a championship. Good freaking luck. Um, so so Jalen Rager, yeah, that was fun for me. That was that was tough. That <laughs> that was by far the hardest pick I've made in any mock ever. All right, so thirty-one, San Francisco 49ers. I think Neville Galmore has a good shot here. I think they have no shot of picking here though. So, <laughs> I will pick someone for them because I have to. But I'm going to go corner. And who is my next up? So, my next up is Diggs. Boom. But I think... Man, I actually think that fits better than Igbenogany or Terrell... Or Jalen See, Johnson. That's, that's what I'm going with here. Um, I, just because he... I actually think he went 31 for me, too, in the mock. Uh, he's just such a fantastic zone corner, and that's what they specialize in. It's going to be tough to find somebody that is almost going to seamlessly fit on the other side of Sherman off the bat. And if he gets two to four years to learn from Sherman, I think that's invaluable. I, I think he's a perfect fit for them. I think Igbenagahi is a good fit next. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or I, or Terrell, but Yeah, I don't hate it. Um but that also just tees up my next pick, I think. Uh, so I especially don't hate it. Um, the Chiefs, I also don't think they're going to be picking here. I want to give them a running back just because, but I know <laughs> I, they're. I gave them Jonathan Taylor to end the second. Yeah. Well, he which I think they, I think they would probably trade up to get him. I, I would even want to say that. Yeah. Um. So obviously the Chiefs need a, a a corner. They need multiple corners. Yep. They need probably some edge help. Probably an interior defensive lineman because I still think that Chris Jones is getting traded. There's a chance. Um I I can't it's got to be Iguanagani for me. So I, I completely agree, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think they have to go corner. I mean, they did lose a couple edge presents. Um, I don't think it was killer for them though. And they they lost Fuller. They've they pretty much have like what I think it's like two corners on the roster right now. Yeah, it's bad. They got it. They have to draft multiple. Yeah, it's they need not, to draft. They have to draft multiple. They kind of need another receiver. They need a running back. They need interior offensive line help. Um, an interior defensive line is not a bad call either. Linebacker is a good call. I mean, yeah. Holy hell! There is a massive thunderstorm here. Is that what that is? I was getting a flash really flood. Did you hear this? Yeah. It sounds like it's hitting my house. It's not clearly, but that's how close it is. Yeah, I can. But hear I, it I, I have blackout curtains, so I'm not seeing any flash. Just straight sound. <laughs> Just straight Good. thunder. Well, I hope that our listeners don't have to listen to it. Hopefully, I can edit it out a little bit. But well, good probably. thing we're pretty much done here. So. Yeah, right. Um, all right, that'll do it. That was the last pick of the first round. One of these days, we're gonna sit down and we're gonna do a full two round mock draft. Maybe even just, three round. Oh, on the show. On the okay. show, we're gonna get I was real saying, wild. I just did one, dude. <laughs> There'll definitely be time limits on those picks, but and we'll have to do it before. But. Uh, yeah, that, that's the, the full first round. Thank you guys for sticking with us through this entire mock. Um, shout out to our episode sponsors, as always. Randy, do you have anything else to add? Um, uh, You know, maybe maybe that three round can be the our last show before the draft. The final, maybe. yep. That's yeah, what I'm thinking. May, maybe we're not alone for that. We'll see. Maybe. We, well, you know, there's always a lot. There's so much work for that. That yeah. shouldn't be that much work, but there's always so much work for that. Yeah. So we'll see. That's very true. Um, all right, guys. Well, again, thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week. For Randy Hall, I'm Christian Williams. Peace. Peace.